0: Do you consider yourself resilient? And what does that mean to you? In this podcast, Resilient Entrepreneurs with 241, we chat with business owners about what resilience means to them as they share their inspiring stories and life lessons. What
1: we've learned running our own businesses, you're never alone, even when it feels like it. So tune in anytime to this podcast. We're always here for you, celebrating resilient entrepreneurs just like you. We're Lauren Vicky from Two for One, a marketing company for early stage business owners who want to launch, grow and be resilient.
0: Hello, Giles Belfridge. Giles is an accountant and paraeducator. He has a very interesting story of how he's come to help many young people and small business owners alike. Giles is a valued member of our Marketing and Entrepreneurship Membership. The Level Up League. We have had some really fun conversations with Giles and I have no doubt this is going to be yet another fun and interesting conversation for all of our listeners who want to know a little bit more about accounting and why it's important to your business particularly as an early stage business and uh, also just find out more about Giles's personal story and how he has come to become a resilient entrepreneur. Giles we're delighted to share our platform with you Thank you and welcome.
2: Thank you. It's nice to share the platform with you.
0: We usually start off with a, a question about what your first job was.
2: Yes, my first job was uh, egg collecting and henhouse sweeping. I was uh, 16 years old and it was the great Brit- British Indian summer of 1976 And I had to get on my pedal cycle and uh, cycle three miles to Hascombe and get there on time. And then do this grueling schedule from eight in the morning till six at night. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm terrified of chickens. So all hats off to you. Oh,
2: yeah. And there were plenty of them, too. And I was taking their eggs. So they'd be angry chickens. Yeah, they sounded angry.
0: (laughs) And what was your first foray into entrepreneurship?
2: Probably 2019. It was a rather strange time of life, really, uh, when I went to work for Bermuda College. And it wasn't the conventional, oh, I saw this advertised in the paper, you know, they sort of came and got me. And I was up there for five years and I was teaching and working with students um, and helping them get in the mindset to pass exams. So when I left Bermuda College in 2019, I started my own business, which was originally tutoring.
0: Now, you've spoken to us before about how you're a paraeducator and And what, what is it about tutoring that you love the most?
2: Well, everybody's different. Everybody learns differently. Everybody has their own sets of hurdles. Maybe they'll lack self-confidence or maybe in one little boy's case that he had some kind of condition where he disrupted the class on purpose and then didn't sort of realize what he was doing but he managed to get everybody upset so he ended up with no friends and he was supposed to you know enjoy school and learn and be happy so that was an extreme example but you know we get other people too who aren't too good at learning and one boy who used to read his accounting book and never attempt any of the problems so he'd just sit in the library for the whole term and read his book and you can't do that, you have to do, uh, you have to attempt problems and, and then sit the exam and get the consent, so as far as I know, he's still doing that five years later
1: <laughs> yeah, taken the easy way or not so easy way, I guess. so what is it yeah. about that 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 there's um, a bit of a passion for you because you know as an accountant, it's easy to sit behind a desk and just do people's figures for them, but you actually go and help. Other people become accountants and study to be accountants, or you know whatever they need in that sort of field where they need yeah. the math and and that. And you've also too to work with very young kids as a paraeducator as well. So what is it about yeah. that 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 draws you to that?
2: I think we we get to a point in our lives where we ask ourselves how we're doing and uh, try and get people to succeed us because in twenty years' time I'm not going to be doing this anymore. I don't want to. I want all these people to come to the nursing home and visit me and say, Do you remember me? You got me through the exams. I say, Yeah, great. Go and go off and do your accounting. <laughs> because accounting is creating order out of chaos, but it, ultimately, there's no order. I mean, you just keep going and try and get everything as neat as possible and, and explain it as well as possible.
1: I love that. Accounting is creating order out of chaos. And I know we have talked to and worked with so many entrepreneurs. And while marketing is a challenge for a lot of them, so is accounting. And a lot of us, we stay in our creative zone of genius and we want to do what we do and have passion for. And accounting is generally the last thing on the list, you know, and it's very challenging for entrepreneurs. So do you have any advice for entrepreneurs out there on how to help get their accounting less chaotic and into more order?
2: Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you got got it on the last thing on the list, but also in the back of your mind, you probably don't want to have it on the last thing on your list. You'd rather know how you're doing. And one of my clients was got quite forceful with me. She said she's tired of Zoom meetings. She wants me to go down there. And ever since we had that conversation... I see her every two weeks. We make sure we get everything up to date. Her account's are in pretty great shape.
0: Explain why it's important for a founding business, an early stage business, to get ahead of their numbers, to understand what their business is doing from a financial standpoint.
2: Well, if you've got a business, you probably do different areas, different revenue streams. For example, somebody I was talking to today, he does classes and he does one-on-one And he does all the services for him where he just goes and puts all his things in place. And you can do your profitability according to your product, or you can do it according to your customer, or you can do both. And it's very important to um, figure out what's profitable and what's not profitable and to charge the right price. And some of these businesses are complicated, so that's even more important why they need to get started early.
0: Yeah, because I think as a business owner, if you're starting up from a passion it's easy to just put yourself out there. Um, it's not easy, but we put ourselves out there. We decide what the service is. We uh, put it into the market. We get clients and then we get busy. And so we yeah. must be doing well. Is that necessarily true?
2: No. If there's one formula that I have devised since I started the business, the more modest the client is, you say, oh, I'm sure I'm doing it all wrong. Oh, I'm so worried. They're the people who are doing a good job. And the cocky ones who say, well, I don't need to be told what to do, are the ones who are making a mess of it.
1: Yeah, I think it's real easy to to put your head in the sand when it comes to your accounts. And like Vicky said, it's like, oh, I've got clients. I'm making some money. The income is coming in. I'm doing okay. What do I have to worry about? And then tax time comes around. And then you're struggling to figure out your taxes because you don't have your reconciliations done. And there's all these little things that I think – knowing accounting or having an accountant can really help so is there any other advice to help other entrepreneurs be more resilient in their business not give up (laughs) what would you advise someone else to to maybe do to help their business to be more resilient when it comes to their finances especially
2: well you could have a free complimentary meeting with me on zoom or in person and we'd actually talk about four obligations to the government. There's not one, there's four of them. It can get complicated and I've farmed out about four of my clients to somebody else for the payroll tax filing because she can save the money. Yeah, I've used her on a few occasions and then there's social insurance which really mounts up if you turn your back on it Suddenly, you've got a bill for several thousand dollars. But you must also consider that if you're working at a full time job during the day and your employer's paying for it, you don't have to pay for it as well. And there's some complicated rule for the pension where you don't have to put, contribute to a pension fund straight away, they give you some time. And then, as soon as I think you make twenty four thousand dollars, then you have to put them to the pension. And how are you going to know if you've made twenty four thousand dollars when you think going to see Giles Belt, which is like going to the dentist? <laughs>
1: Ah, and that's it. Exactly. We go to the dentist. We don't want to go to the dentist. It hurts. 2.30, you know, that's the time you go to the dentist when it's 2.30. I heard that really yeah. lame joke. Blame so um, joke. Sorry. Couldn't resist. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, accounting, yeah, a lot of people think of it the same way. But there you go. Tip for all you new entrepreneurs out there, don't put off accounting.
0: It's really, really important. So, Giles, we talk about resilience on this podcast. What does that mean to you?
2: Not giving up. Yeah. So I might wake up one morning feeling depressed and uh, say, no, don't have to be depressed. You're doing well, you're doing everything right and helping all these people and just move on.
1: So for you, Giles, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, what would you say is your failure mindset? You say your resilience to you is never giving up, but failure comes along with doing business. So what is your mindset around failure?
2: Failure might be having a client that we don't see eye to eye and we have, we just don't get on. And then I realized that early in the morning between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. is my damn time when I get up and I'm just being quiet. She kept calling me up at 7 a.m. I couldn't work with her
1: boundaries yes we need yeah. boundaries in business just like in other relationships yeah yeah so how do you uh, how do you divorce a client you know how how do you tell them it's not you it's me i told her <laughs> i didn't think i
2: could help her and that was it
0: It's an important uh, note to self is when you're recruiting clients, when you're onboarding clients, um, when you're having that discovery call, it's very much about whether you're a fit for them and whether they're a fit for you. And um, as entrepreneurs, even though we may not feel like we have a choice of who we work with in the early stages, it's quite key to be selective and to not just work with anybody who comes along. Because you're not giving them great value if they're not a good fit as well. So thanks for that reminder.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly where knowing your niche helps. Having a general idea of the types of people or other businesses or clients or customers that work well with you and how you work. And when you start doing that first discovery call, or like you said, Giles, you have a free call that people can come and um, give that, first chance opportunity to talk to you and see if you will work well together you have that opportunity to say yeah this is a good fit or no i have someone i can recommend you to which is just a nice way of <laughs>
0: saying we're not a good fit and so on the flip side Jazz, what do you think is one of the most important concepts for success
2: stick at the task take an interest in it know your own strengths and weaknesses so if you as a client don't want to do something and the accountant can do it please you up for some more time. One client I know hates bank reconciliations, but is quite good at booking the entries. And you might think that because she books all the entries, she does it 100% correctly, but she does it about 90% correctly, so I can come and pick up the other 10%. Because over a period of time, 90% right is a lot less than 90% right at the end of the year. That's just an example.
0: Could you explain the difference between bookkeeping and accounting?
2: Bookkeeping is more record keeping where you record the actual entries in the accounting system and accounting is more analytical. An accountant can do a bookkeeping role, but a bookkeeper can't do an accounting role.
1: Okay. So, Giles, we also like to ask this question on the podcast. If you could jump back in a time capsule and go back 20 years, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your younger self?
2: Probably tell myself that I was on on my way to getting things done and Encourage myself because when you're younger, it's sometimes you lack confidence. You have to do the things that you're scared of and experiment around and don't be afraid to change your goals if you don't like something. I mean, if I can go and get an accounting qualification and then get an educational qualification 20 years later, um, all things are possible.
1: Yeah, I like that. All things are possible. That's a good thing to remind the younger people in our lives. Like you have a teenage daughter, so she needs a lot of that reminding. Right now, I'm sure. Um, Yes. So, Giles, one last question. What is the thing you like most about being an entrepreneur?
2: Oh, that's difficult because I spend a lot of time complaining about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, (laughs) there's a lot of tough stuff to work through. Meeting new people and seeing how people tick. And um, dare I say it, being appreciated is just as important as money.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It goes a long way, doesn't it? That, that little bit of extra appreciation. Yeah.
2: Heck of a long way.
1: Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Giles, for jumping in the hot seat tonight. Um, we appreciate you and your, Um, advice on accounting all the time in the Level Up League especially the group of entrepreneurs we get together once a week to talk about all these kinds of topics and so many more and um, of course sprinkling a good bit of marketing in there as well so thank you Giles we really appreciate you joining us
0: and uh, we'll talk to you again very soon
2: yes thank you
0: so, thanks for joining us on Resilient Entrepreneurs. We are Laura and Vicky from Two for One. We love supporting entrepreneurs, especially with mindset, marketing, and motivation, which is why we've built an incredible community of business founders who meet weekly in the Level Up League. If you'd like to know more about it, look us up at 241branding.com.